Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Hey friends, thanks so much for being part of another Inner Revolution cast. We have an amazing group of men with me today. I'm not solo, but I'm with Atul Singh. Remember him? Uh, Pastor Jason, how long have you been solo now? <laughs> he just got out of jail, so he's. it's good to have him back. <laughs> I, am, no. I am unshackled myself. I've been delivered. Finally get to be on the cast with Jason Moore in a revolution. It's been two years, it's so like two years. he wasn't in jail, but we, we love him. We have Stephen Capello. Hello. He is awesome. And these two guys have been traveling with me throughout the United States and America missions. And uh, we're going to hear from Stephen and also Pastor Suhas. Hi there. Pastor Suhas, very serious Indian man. <laughs> very, very serious. And he's hungry. <laughs> yeah, and he's I'm hungry. hungry. This could be, he could be a little angry, so we're going to give you lots of grace. But no, Pastor Suhas, great to have you tonight with uh, the Inner Revolution cast. But hey, Atul, um, just to kick it off here, what's been going on this summer? What what have you been doing this summer? I passed it. Forgot that it's forgot. Yeah, first of all, um, I just got out of prison, so you know. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> to Pastor Jason, he will come visit me in his shorts every once a month. Matthew twenty five, you visited me. I visited me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, you know what? About to turn off this cast. Don't do it. No, don't do it. You know what? It's been a while since you and I actually uh, sat together in front of a microphone and talked about God. I mean, you've been doing it by yourself. You've been a great job. It's been amazing to uh, listen and what God is doing, uh, different topics that you have spoken. But today, uh, it's amazing to talk about U.S. missions. Why, why missions are so important? Why are we missionaries? We are, our lifestyle is, is missions. We are Christians who are, are burning to go and share the gospel, not just in our street, not just in our community, but uh, in our country and around the globe because people need to hear the gospel. I heard a stat, stat just recently. Before 1950, there were 73% Americans went to church. In 2021, there's only 47% of Americans that goes to church. Wow. Is what, that high? Is that low? <laughs> is, that low? <laughs> is that high? Is that low? Oh, what a my. change. People uh, have no idea what's going on in their lives because they're so broken with society has just destroyed a lot of things. And here we are as believers, we get to share the gospel with people. And you asked me a question, what has been going on in the summer? We, I don't know if since last year I've traveled around the country and uh, different states, different people that we have met, a same problem, broken people, people who are hurting, People who have are looking for answers. They're not getting any answers. The churches that they go to, they're overchurched. 
they are looking the love of God. They're looking for the mercy and grace of God. Mm. We heard this amazing message tonight about having an access to God. People do not know that they have an access to God and they can come as they are before God and be accepted. And, and that's what's missing. And it's been amazing city after city that we got a chance to travel and to hear the cry of people. And then we bring the healing bomb of gospel message, a message of love, mercy, and grace, and seeing people's lives changes. I think a couple of months ago, we were in Atlanta. We were uh, being hugged by a police officer because she was just so happy to see a bunch of people who were fearless. Maybe like the pavement warriors, as we were called in Atlanta. We are out in the streets in different places and sharing the gospel. And the lady was like, wow, we need men and women to be out in the streets. We need mm -hmm. churches to think beyond the four walls and go outside and share the gospel. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. That's, what the, that's what's on our heart. We are part of a great church that thinks like that. It's all about others. Mm -hmm. So you've been in Chicago. I've been in Chicago, Texas, Texas Atlanta. Atlanta. Where else? Uh, Kentucky, Kentucky, right Kentucky, Kentucky in two weeks, and Wilmington, Wilmington Florida, 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 and where else have I been? That's just who has. We've been somewhere else. God. Chicago. Chicago. Oh yeah, can. Yeah. yeah. Indiana. I Indiana. I love your passion, though, Stephen. I just thinking about just what what a tool is talking about here is a pavement warriors. I think. We were coined that phrase by a dear couple in Atlanta and a shouting out to them, all those saints in Atlanta that tune in and just thinking, you know, just the joy of just presenting the good news, right? The good news of the gospel. And uh, people say, oh, America's been churched. You know, we don't need to go to America. America knows the gospel. What would you say to that, Stephen? What would you say? This is a churched country and everyone's a Christian. How, how would you think about that? I think it, that this that we are we have been churched in America, but what you were saying today is there's a shifting towards people being de-churched, mm. and then like my concern is the next generation is going to be then unchurched mm. because we we have a subtle de-churching and COVID has not helped that you know and with the internet and you know there's nothing personal there's there's uh, there's technology, but there's no personal life. There's no body life. And um, I think that's what we've been seeing as we go to different places is, is people know church. They might know God or know of God, but they don't maybe experience God or have a power with God or authority with God because they don't know how to live in Christ with, uh, with fellow believers. Uh, they don't have body life. Mm -hmm. And something that we do wherever we go is like we we have a great message, but we also have, we have a lot of fun. And it's good, clean, healthy fun. But this is church. This is church life, and church can be fun. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that the the subtlety in America is uh, it's been made to be a religion. It's been kind of not fun anymore. It's just something that we do. And I think with COVID and different reasons for churches not opening their doors, people are not gathering. Uh, they're not maybe hearing the word and they're not, the iron is not sharpening iron in a mm. personal way. And so our concern, my concern is unchurched or de-churched right now leads to the next generation being unchurched. 
not even a knowledge of God or a fear of God. Mm. So that's why we're pavement warriors. That's why we're out there because we want to light, relight fires where mm. fires haven't been and where old fires are. We want to like continue to ignite those flames and help those flames burn. Right. That's great. Yeah. I like that. We're right. igniters. Yeah. We are. You're pyro, we're like pyromaniacs, spiritual pyros. <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's funny you said you that. Lighting fires. That's all when you were a kid. I actually burn almost burned down? my parents' house down, oh, and I was like laughing as I, the house was like oh, no. the, the living was burning. <laughs> and I said, "Mom, look, there's a fire in our room." She goes, "So who did that? I did." That. <laughs> but it's funny. Somehow I believe I, this. It's a true story. But it's funny that you said that because you know what. Just as, as this weekend on Friday night, we were out in Hampton in uh, Baltimore evangelizing. And it was there a bunch of people who are drinking and people who are just having a good time. I met a guy there four months ago and he was standing there and his name is Jacob. And he he looks at me, Atul, Atul, you and your disciples are here. That's what he said. But I couldn't remember who he was. And he remembered my name and he had a little bit of alcohol at that time in the system. But he still remembered. And then he said, you know, Dad, you never called me. <laughs> I'm supposed to have coffee with him. You never texted me. But he was, uh, what he was saying that, you know what? He said, I need to have time with you. And he yeah. texted me after that. Wow. And he said, my girlfriend's mother is terminally ill. Can you pray for her? Oh, wow. So there is so much need mm. in in people's lives but christians don't live in their call they don't think beyond the four walls mm -hmm. that their their the life is in their box that they've created and they're in that box outside of the box is the people who are hurting mm -hmm. and you and i god has called us to take this gospel message and to go out and to these young people on college campuses we're in towson university and same thing. Why? Why do we go out that late with Bible cousin? Because we are passionate about the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to go out and we want to tell people about the good news. Because besides that, what else is there for us believers? I mean, I don't know what else to do mm. except talk about right. Jesus. Right. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. That's Why can't awesome. we talk about his name everywhere we go? Right, Pastor Suhas? Amen. Amen. That's a good word. This afternoon, when I was studying the Bible, this verse came to me in Revelation chapter, Revelation chapter four, Revelation chapter three, and Revelation chapter five, and it talks about the Spirit of the Lord. That verse actually correlates with Isaiah chapter eleven, and it talks about the seven spirits, which is in the book of seven, in the which is in the book of Revelation. So what we are having amongst the four of us, there is the spirit of the Lord upon us and we want to carry the on. So the seven spirits that are spoke, spoken over here is the spirit, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of strength, the spirit of knowledge and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Yeah. With what happens with this is the moment you can see this fire burning. Atul just mentioned about how the fire is being ignited amongst us. He's calling it pavement warriors. Stephen just said, you know, we go to different places and we get people opening questions with us. How can we get <clears throat> saved and how, how the Lord is going to lead us? I was reading a story with the same, the same passage and it actually occurs in North Carolina sometime in 1960 or 1980s. 
and a church, a Methodist church, wanted to start a church in downtown North Carolina. But when they went and asked this particular person that, um, can we buy this land for the church? The person who wanted to sell this place said, I cannot give you this place because this is for business. After some time, the church and the members of the church actually built this Methodist church in the valley in North Carolina. After some days, eventually there was, and this church was built under a low lying area. Heavy rains came, the ground was flooded. And guess what happened with that? The whole church, actually, you can read this up. up. It is about a North Carolina church, Methodist ministry. The church was moved by the flood. Wow. Guess where? Exactly the same location they were praying for wow. in downtown city. And God gave it to them. And guess what happens? The person who did not sell the place to the church donated this land for the work of the ministry of Jesus Christ. Wow. That's how God works. That is how God so, is going to work. When yes. the spirit of the Lord is in the... It's like, you know, we are four of us. And we can have this with five, six, ten, and the nation will catch it. It's the same like the book of Daniel. There were four of them. They caught it. And the nation of... America will catch it someday. And that's when we can say, you know what? Hey, it's not about the land of Babylon. It is not about the land of America. It is about the spirit that is given to us in Revelation chapter 3, 4, and 5. The spirit of the Lord rests upon wow. us. See, I love hearing stories like that because no matter how much man resists it, if it's of God... It cannot be resisted. It cannot be conquered, right? And I think, again, that as we look forward into 2022, and I'm, I have great expectation for this new year because mm -hmm. God's put something in our heart through U.S. missions. And if you want to check out our website, our Greater Grace site is usamissions.us. And it's just really a great, um, a great site on how we can work together to reach our country um, one person at a time. You know, I think of uh, Jonah as he described Nineveh. And, you know, he described Nineveh. They did not know their right hand from their left. And that's pretty, pretty severe. So when you talk about these seven spirits, we walk in in faith and we take authority in Frederick, Maryland, in Amen. Atlanta, Georgia, in Wilmington, Delaware, in uh, Richmond, Virginia, in uh, wherever we throw our shoe at, right? It's like God saying they are living in ignorance and deception. I mean, deception is the flavor of the day. And we just preach the gospel. We lift up Christ, right? Remember that guy in uh, Georgia? His name was Joseph. And he yeah. thanked us over and over Lord, for just man. talking to him. How many, how many people are waiting to be found? How many people are just mm. dry embers and just a little bit of a, a spark mm. can light them up? It's funny what Pastor Yeshua said. We don't exercise the authority of God in mm. our lives. We don't. We are. We get. We get shy, or maybe we just step back. Maybe someone else will come and share the gospel. I love when you mentioned Joseph. Like he, he was just like, "I'm glad you talked to us." You know, there's a verse in Amos eight eleven says, "I woke up to this verse a few days ago." There's a famine in the land from east to west. Yes. That famine is in, in our land. It's the famine is the word of God. Mm. And God has called us as the pavement warriors to go out and preach the gospel in every city, every corner, 
to every door. And we are, so if you are Christians, listen to become the pavement warrior for Christ. Mm -hmm. Be the mouthpiece for God. Be passionate about Jesus Christ. Who cares what people say or think about you? You go out and you preach the gospel to every person that God brings in your path. And be bold and love people. Mm. Build people. People. God, Jesus Christ died on a cross for people. For God so loved in John 3, 16, this world, that he gave up his only begotten son. I never want to ever be familiar with that verse. Yes. Every little yes. child knows that verse, but that verse is why Christ came and died. And that is why we go out week after week and different places. Now, America has become the greatest mission field today. There's a famine here, and God is calling us men. And more men who listen to this say, you know what? It's time for me to just, just be a pavement warrior. I love that. <laughs> pavement you know, warrior. You know what's shocking? It's America's the third largest unreached people group. Wow. The first is China. Another one, I think, is an obscure country uh, in Asia as well. But third unreached uh, people group. Wow. Let me ask you, Stephen. Let's say someone's saying, hey, I don't know all the answers. I'm... I'm kind of like uh, scared, like what's really our message? Are we really an answer man? Well, I mean, we want to answer people's questions, but what, when, we, when Atul talks about being a pavement warrior, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Yeah, well, I think if we, <clears throat> there can be a fear of sharing Christ with someone and there can be maybe negative feedback, but if we go beyond that, what about the person that responds positively or is broken like a tool saying america is hurting mm -hmm. people are hurting and we, we need to step out of that box and and mm -hmm. meet god in it god will open your mouth wide and i will fill it yes. right yes. what if we do that what if we do that and so as pavement warriors you know are we kind of are we doing that <laughs> so well, i love that right? are that we like, doing that i mean like, i feel like like we should have like these viking hats yeah. <laughs> and, like, these big swords but and, you know what i mean when that when chris well, we're armed with the word of god yeah right? we're yes, armed with we faith honestly. we're armed in the spirit of grace and, <laughs> and, and 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 maybe it's just you know it's like okay i love that principle he that has been forgiven much loves much and so Wow, a revelation of forgiveness is very powerful. Yes. It's funny on Exodus 4, 2, it says, what's in your hand? When they asked Moses, what's in your hand? He said, it's a rod. But what's in our hand? Mm. It's the Bible. Yeah. We have the message mm -hmm. from heaven. What's in my hand? Mm -hmm. yeah. I have grace and mercy to tell you. Yeah. That's what we have. Churches don't have that anymore. Churches just want to talk about legalism. Do this, do this. Let's have our prosperity gathering today. We'll talk about how good we are. Have you ever seen good people in uh, hell? Yeah. I've never been to hell. No, you've never been to hell. I'm just thinking, is there, is there good people in hell? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. There will be. There will be. Yeah, yeah. Is there is bad people in heaven? Yes. yes. Hey, it reminds me of the, you know, the passage. When God asks Moses, will you go for me? Moses came up with seven excuses for not serving God. <laughs> and you know what? We The reason why Moses had to go through that was because we all make the same excuses. Yeah. So one of the excuses that Moses gave was, God, I cannot speak. But you know what, what, what God says to Moses in Exodus chapter 33? He said, you're not going to represent yourself that you're going to talk about yourself. You're going to be representing me that Amen. you will talk about me. And wow. that's when Moses said that I may know you. 
And as you know, as it goes forward, it's funny because in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 8, 9, and 10, Paul repeats the same phrase, Lord, that I may know you. And because we know Christ, like Pastor Jason knows Christ, Pastor Atul knows Christ, Pastor Stephen knows Christ, Pastor Suas knows Christ, just because we know Christ, we cannot hold back and say we don't want to share it with others. We have to go forward and share it to everyone guess what you know what when we stand in heaven and when jesus or god shows us down in hell look at that one of your friend is in hell what are you and me going to look down and say that we didn't have time that we did could not speak we did not have the finances today we heard you know in the morning message that someone uh, you know someone asked the question that do you are you like happy rich or you have money and he said you have more money in your 401k then you have that the world has and we can make excuses about finances and time and speaking that we don't want to serve God. But let me tell you, when we stand before the white throne, when we stand before the BMASI judgment and we don't take this thing, what they're talking about, sharing the sharing the gospel with the lost, we are going to be so ashamed because we made <coughs> excuses for not sharing the gospel. It's funny. I, uh, I, every day I, Think about if I could just got if I could just have a glimpse of hell right now, mm -hmm. I would never be the same. Mm -hmm. And I that motivates me each day. God, give me someone in my path. Give me an opportunity. God, can I pray for this? We need to be the prayer warriors. We need the revival, the prayer revival in our hearts that goes out into a church and a community. And when and if every believer would have a glimpse of hell they would never be the same yeah. as well. every believer right amen amen i mean i mean I, maybe maybe it starts with okay god give me a burden for people yes. lord like i pray you know again just that you would make the opportunity i mean doesn't it happen where these burdens are really christ's burdens we we yes, don't know what yes. people really need or, or really ex can experience except we know that what we've experienced, we know that the gospel of grace transforms lives. We know that uh, they see the grace of God before they really hear it in Acts eleven twenty three. So like, as you pray, as you love your family, as you intentionally ask for divine appointments, God says, you know what? I will show you, you will have my eyes, my ears, mm -hmm. and you'll become more uh, sensitive to opportunities rather than blinded by your own selfishness. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you see in Leviticus 16 where the high priest comes and put a wood in a fire. Mm. And a lot of Christians have lost that fire. God, maybe through these airways, God is using us to put that wood in their in their lives to lay out the fire. And I love this verse in um, 2 Timothy 1, 6. It says, um, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that Thou stare up the gift of God that's in you. There God, stare up the gifts within us. Wow. Stare it up. Stare, stare it up. up. God, build a fire in our heart. Don't let the fire go down. Build it. Just let it burn. Let it burn in my belly. Let it burn in my heart. Life is too short. We don't have a whole lot of time. Yeah. Why do I? Why don't I just want to live for Jesus and mm. Jesus only? Yes, I love the things in the world. Who cares about those things? But it's Jesus is the one who like died. Like the yellow Camaro, we were. Driving. I oh, but Jesus <laughs> was in it, right? Was not, we were doing. You can't drive that car. One hundred ten. 
Well, you can't do, <laughs> drive that car. You can't. Uh, what's the word I want to say? You can't do the speed limit in that car. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what speed limit is. Yeah, right. I, know. I can tell. I almost broke my neck in that car. Yeah, <laughs> just looking at the... Uh, the speedometer, right? Yeah, the G-forces were quite intense. So. <laughs> hey, we got to close this up, but yeah. I, I just want to say this, um, just a shout out to uh, to you guys. It's great being with you mm-hmm. and uh, just our listener audience here. You know, you know, let's just uh, pray and ask God for His heart, His mood, His His eyes, His ears, and just speak. Don't be afraid of men's faces, right? Yes. And um, yes. you know what? People are waiting to be found. They 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 need to hear what you have in your heart from God. I think isn't it true? Satan will try to close, try to quiet us down, right? He'll try to put a sock in it, right? But like we heard tonight, just mention the name Jesus, and the power of heaven will come down. Amen. Amen. Any Amen. last words at all? Good well, to be back with you. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like we had a separation anxiety for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we are doing this cast. That I feel great, but you know, I me. <laughs> Oh my God! No, but, <laughs> you know, I my last thought would be God. God just uh, raise up men, Amen. raise up men who are burning for you, who have a passion in your heart, in their hearts for you, God. Mm-hmm. That that they are burned for lost souls. That they are burned to go and disciple people. They're burned to love people. Mm-hmm. They're burned to be their friend. They're burned to. Let the Holy Spirit move them. It's not about you and I. It's all about Christ. Mm. Everything that we are doing is about Christ. So we can exalt Him. We can give Him all the glory and praise because we're not worthy. We're not worthy for anything to even take this message. Mm. But by His grace and His mercy that God has given us, say, you know what? I can use us. Mm-hmm. Where nothing God says, I can just use anybody who is available. That's right. Nothing special. Nothing special. There's yeah. nothing special about us or was Billy Graham or Dr. Stevens or Jonathan Gopher. But he says, I'm here, God. Just mm-hmm. Use me. And we are here. So if you're listening, just say, God, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Use me. Yeah, without excuse without excuse. I love what you said. There's always a good reason why not to do something for God, but uh, what was that writer that said? It's a skin of a reason stuffed with a lie, right? That's what an right. excuse is. It's like, you know, just in faith, obedience, God will show up. Amen. Actually, it's in how how does it say in Jeremiah one five? He he actually says it says God actually says this to us, and then He will say to you, "I knew you in your mother's womb." Mm. So you know what? You could be alive, and you can still say today. We heard in Pastor Shabelli's message. He said you can you can try to run away from god but how can you outrun god he knows you when you you were formed in the mother's womb so god is going to call you and use you and become a mouthpiece mouthpiece for god yeah he's going to fill your mouth he's going to fill your heart and you're going to speak the word and you're going to reach the lost and that's how american missions are going to be met yeah one pavement warrior to another thanks for tuning in today We'll talk to you soon. God bless you. God bless you, man. Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.